Jen and I had the best time collaborating with the folks from All Things Unexplained podcast. Uh, They love to talk about things like UFOs, Bigfoot, paranormal, um, and they reached out to us because they're former educators, and they thought it would be a great idea to talk about summer movies, even though the movies we spoke about really didn't really constitute summer movies. We kind of went to a direction that I don't think was intended, but we had a great time. We had a lot of laughs. And in the world of heavy content right now, if you just need to sit back and laugh, this is the show to sit and listen to. Um, All Things Unexplained is the People's Choice Award nominee, and they're also the top 25 science chart podcast. So they're really cool, and we had a good time. This is a three-parter. This episode is brought to you by Squatching.com and made possible by listeners like you. Make sure to check us out on Venmo at Bigfoot UFO. Previously on All Things Unexplained. We are counting down our favorite summer things on the screen. It might be movies. It might be television shows. All right, Kim, what was what was the number? Um, three Heathers? Oh, yeah. This is, again, yeah, is that, do you, are you, are you okay with that? In and Dowdy, right? We're going twisted again. I'm, I'm okay with that. I do have a clip of that. Okay. Okay. They all want me as a friend or a. <laughs> you vote tonight, girl, and it's Kegger's with kids. They all are next in year. school. <laughs> oh boy, this is a family-friendly show. Have you ever seen Heather's What is happening? Okay. I couldn't tone this down. There's no way. I'm a no We're gonna have to leave some myself. of this out when we turn this into a podcast. <laughs> so, was where Just the twisted part of twisted teachers obviously came from. You can do Heather's handwriting as well as your own, right? I must say I was impressed to see that she made proper <laughs> use of the word <laughs> Oh, there's where it comes in. Sorry to hear about your friend. <laughs> I thought she was your usual <laughs> area. Sorry for <laughs> <laughs> for the camera many times. Whoops. And I felt bad every time I did it, but I kept doing it anyway. Now I know you understood everything. The sensor is late. I got a Praise beep button Jesus. somewhere. Hallelujah. I can't I've find it. I cut off Heather Chandler's head and Heather Duke's head is sprouted back in its place. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I've never seen this. I'm And another creepy prom reference, too. What about that? Did you, like, pre-listen to this <laughs> clip before you played it on this show, Tim Mounts? My goodness. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what happened. Isn't it Ooh. obvious? Now, this one's obvious. Bring us, bring us, bring us back, Kim. <laughs> How is this related to teaching? Because <laughs> they're all in high school. <laughs> they're all named. It's a, it's a oh, click. Boy. I'm going to read to you. <laughs> At Westbrook High, where clicks rule... Jocks dominate, and all the popular girls are named Tether. It's going to take a Veronica and a mysterious <laughs> new kid to give teen angst a body count. So it is. <laughs> I think I have a. I'm going to go positive for the next two. I promise. Um, it's it's <laughs> Winona Ryder who was the Beetle best juice. like. And Shannon Doherty, right? Okay. Stuff. 
like way before that. And um, <laughs> yeah, and and yes, Beetlejuice, of course. Um, it, it's just so campy. I think she's. I forgot who the. There's three Heather's and a girl named Veronica. I don't know all the actresses. Um, but it's just really mean and twisted, and they're so like over the top, like of your archetypal arch, archetype of mean girl. These girls are just like the popular ones. <laughs> And then they just go on a murder spree and um, killing each other. <laughs> so it does speak to um, clicks and to stop acting in high school. I don't know. It, it was the one that came to my mind. So, Tim, you have to watch it. You have to let I, me know. I got to check think, it out. It, it makes me think of another movie that should have made my list, but somehow it did not. But The Faculty, have, have any of y'all ever seen The Faculty? Where, where all of a sudden all the mm. teachers in school are actually aliens plotting to yeah, take over the world. Yeah, I did see that actually, which is shocking. Yeah, and Frodo's in it. Yeah, Frodo's in it. It's it's a it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Awesome. It sounds about right. But I gotta check out. <laughs> You'd like to officially um, issue an apology? <laughs> okay, I'm I'm to done. The listeners. I'm done with Heather's. <laughs> the clip <laughs> says it all. I don't need to say anything. Hey. It is after 9 p.m. <laughs> I am not apologizing for my choices. That's why Dallas came. No, don't. Yeah. I love Dallas. That's why I'm Dallas came on at 9 p.m. So, girl, we'll just choose, censor you later. I choose my choice, and those are my choices. Da, da, if you had da, watched da, movies. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, right. Duke's Hazard, family friendly. Put the kids to bed. Come back quickly. Yeah. Commercial over. See what JR is up to. Remington Steel. Ooh, yeah, solid. CJ, what what was your number three? My number three, and I have not seen this movie in a long time, but Goodwill Hunting. Oh. I feel like has to make the list. I mean, talk about a sad movie, but also an inspirational I movie. And I think that there are so many people the out there with so much potential. My Remember this scene. Is that, uh, prior to the Revolutionary War, the economic modalities, especially in the Southern colonies, could most aptly be characterized as agrarian pre-capital. All right, of course that's your Hang on a second. How do you like them apples? Student. You just got finished reading some Moxian historian, Pete Garrison, probably. You're going to be convinced of that till next month when you get to James Lemon. Then you're going to be talking about how the economies of Virginia and Pennsylvania were entrepreneurial and capitalist way back in 1740. That's going to last until next year. You're going to be in here regurgitating Gordon Wood talking about, you know, the pre-revolutionary utopia and the capital-forming effects of military mobilization. As a matter of fact, I won't because Wood drastically underestimates the impact. So here's a question Wood for you. drastically underestimates the impact of social distinctions. Goodwill hunting. Upon wealth, especially inherited wealth. Is it a teacher movie? Work in Essex County, page 98. Is right? it about a troubled yeah, savant? Too. Were you going to plagiarize the whole thing for us? You or is it a love story? Of your own on this matter? All three. You, is that your thing? You're coming Actually, to a bar, you're it's probably passes, more about his connection to his therapist. Is your own idea just to impress some girls, embarrass my friend? Robin Williams is the therapist in that movie. See, the sad thing about a guy like you is in 50 years, you're going to start count as a teacher movie? Own, and you're going to come up with the fact that there are two circles. I'll accept it. One, well, don't Here's why. Just, will you wait? And two, I, I will tell you why it's a teacher grand. movie. You got for a dollar 50 in late charges at the public library. You have not censored these I just clips. beeped. Yeah, but I will have a degree. 
and you'll be serving my kids fries at a drive-thru on our way to a skiing trip. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, but at least I won't be unoriginal. But, I mean, if you have a problem with that, I mean, we could just step outside. We could figure it out. Oh, man, that's okay. Oh, man, there's no problem. It's cool. It's cool? Yeah, cool. Cool. How you like me now? Boom, sucker. My boy's wicked smart. My boy's wicked smart. <laughs> wicked, yes. We'll get you a cannoli now. Yes, so there are many, many connections to education in this movie, in my personal opinion. So number one, he is a janitor at MIT, right, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. And a teacher, a professor, puts a problem on the board and can solve it, but this janitor can. He can solve it. So he solves it. So then the teacher puts another one on the board the next day that's even harder and he catches him solving it and he tries to get him to you know see his full potential and what have you. Then he gets connected to Robin Williams and they dive a little bit deeper into their backgrounds. And, um, but for me, why this one's important is having been a teacher, and I'm sure all of you can speak to this, there are lots of people whose potentials will never be met because they can't afford to because they're born into situations where they have to just go get their first job that they can get they have to support their family they have to take care of their brothers and their sisters they have to help their mom they have to do whatever i had so many students that i knew wouldn't get past eighth grade no matter how brilliant they were because they had to help with their family and i think feel like that's true to this particular story too his potential was completely unmet because he had to go and get a job and he got into lots of trouble and grew up in a terrible situation. And so I think in terms of education, this one's pretty on point. So question me again, Tim, yeah. about whether or not that's a teacher. Well, you know what? My favorite parts. How about them apples? About, I like apples. Do you like <laughs> my My <laughs> favorite agree. parts were the math parts. I found myself wishing this entire movie was more about the math. Like I really wanted to see him pursue his math dreams and you know, I think I kind of liked a beautiful mind better than <clears throat> Goodwill Hunting. Oh, I love a beautiful mind. Oh, thanks. It's not on mm -hmm. my list, though. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, it's also it speaks to that movie. Also speaks to the the um, inherent bias we have about people and assuming they don't have the intelligence because of their social Absolutely. social status. And I think that speaks to that quite a bit too. But also that he was was he or was he good. not? troubled in some way oh he's very troubled he had a yeah. long rap sheet he was constantly getting yeah. in trouble with the police he was abused growing up he ended up connecting with the therapist because the therapist also had a really bad childhood growing up and yeah so it also i think speaks to the country's complete inadequacy of dealing with mental illness or mental issues for sure Complete, complete inadequacy is a perfect commentary on that. Yeah. That's right. another day, another podcast. Listener George says, that is the first time I ever heard anyone say, I wish this was more about the math. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Yes, I I'm like, I did, did you want to see him actually? I wanted to see him work the problem out. out. I wanted to see him like invent a new <laughs> telescope or something and, and create a new branch of mathematics. I, I was just getting kind of. I always want to do a parody of, of that one where I'm just adding numbers and like doing multiplication, like basic multiplication facts, <laughs> trying to figure that out. But that's my next TikTok. There you go, Jenna. Oh, 
There you go. So here, I'm going to lighten it up for just a second because that was super serious. If that movie had not <laughs> happened, Kim and I would not have been able to talk about Ben Affleck for like most of our episodes. He is mentioned at least once. So we opened the lens in that. Okay, it started with him telling everyone his back tattoo was not real. You don't do that and expect nobody to make fun of you. It was, it's a big whatever <laughs> on his, his back. back tattoo is not real? No, he told he told J-Lo and Jennifer. <laughs> he said it was fake. He said, oh, it's just it's for a movie. And he was telling people, no, it's like, he's on Sucky Tattoo. So I have a lot of tattoos. So there's a there's a uh, Instagram. Um, it's, a, it's called Sucky Tattoos. And he was on there because he had, I think it's a Pegasus or a dragon. It's absolutely horrible. And he told everyone it was just for the movie. But it was a, it's a real tattoo all over his back like he didn't see it at any point so that just started the whole thing that we were making fun of him and then it's just gotten really bad i, I feel like if we if we grow anymore <laughs> we're gonna get some kind of like cease and desist order cease about- and desist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't tell yeah. people it's not a real he, he told jennifer garner it's not real oh my gosh no, <laughs> no, not, not okay not okay was it a lower back tattoo <laughs> not okay <laughs> so yeah like his so, all over his back like a panorama know what, entire back. yeah entire i know back. i know <laughs> what they call a lower back tattoo on a woman what do they call lower back tattoo on a man it's not real for a movie it's the same it's the same <laughs> they call it the same thing i have had discussions because there's a lot of tattoo conventions and i always ask what's the, the weirdest place you've tattooed and so if you're interested, check out one of some some of our episodes. We'll check it's- that out. Speaking of, we're talking to Kim and Jen from the Twisted Teachers podcast, and we are so <laughs> glad they're here with us. I think our listeners can check out Twisted Teachers podcast everywhere they listen to podcasts. Yeah, I've, I've brought a little salt into the episode today. I'm so sorry. Oh, I love it. But, um, speaking, of, speaking of salt, here's a salty clip of my oh, we like the number salt. three, right? My number three summer movie, which may or may not have anything to do with teaching. It's going to be Shrek. But it definitely has to do (laughs) with male teachers' favorite time of year. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. Sorry. There's a force in the universe that makes things happen. And all you have to do is. Must be something to do with golf. Stop thinking. Let things happen. That's got some great advice. Be the ball. Be the ball. I want you to kill every golfer on the course. Check me if I'm it wrong. Golf. Candy, I call them. Lots of golf. Golfers, you Greek, not golfers. The little brown furry rodents. We can do that. Hey. We don't even have to have a reason. <laughs> do it, man. All right, let's do the same thing, but with gophers. It's not my fault nobody can understand No. Oh, this is your wife. Oh, a lovely lady. Hey, baby, you're all right. You must have been something before electricity, huh? Ronnie Dangerfield. One more at the pool. This is my favorite pool scene. Almost. And y'all actually referenced this earlier. CJ said it. Thanks a lot. The 
this could segue to one of my future picks. Somebody dropped the baby, Ruth. Into the pool. What's great, what's great is, you know, there was Bill Murray there talking about the gophers. Duty. And Good old I don't know duty. if y'all remember, but after they cleaned the pool, so just because somebody dropped their baby, Ruth. And talking about another classic candy, by the way, which I like a lot better than Reese's Pieces, but somebody dropped their baby, Ruth, in the pool and is floating around. And you know what? It really does look like, like duty in the pool. That's right. The baby, Ruth. So it is, really is this Caddyshack? It's Caddyshack, yes. All right, so I don't, I can't even help you here with this about. That's okay. So, yeah. so my favorite thing, you know, from so after they drained the pool, they they spotted the baby Ruth in the pool, so they had to drain the whole pool, right? Close the whole thing down, and Bill Murray's walking around in there, you know, afterwards, and he finds the baby Ruth, and he picks it up, and he sniffs it, and he takes a bite. It's like, mm. oh, baby Ruth. I just What's remember him problem? trying to find the gopher with the fly. <laughs> That's what I remember from that movie. Oh, yeah. And it has some great music. Remember? Uh, but he went to school at some point. He was in a, he was in a classroom <laughs> at some point. So You remember? I'm all at right. At some point. Teacher movie. There you go. Don't nobody worry about me. Come on. The song and the gophers are dancing. Yeah. No. I don't remember. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Why do I remember all of this, but I can't remember <laughs> half the things I need to remember in my life. Listener George Winter says, okay, I love golf. One of my favorite movies. Thanks, George. But the only thing that movie taught me was how not to kill a gopher. <laughs> I feel like that's a good lesson. So George is with us. That movie had no teaching references whatsoever. But you keep on your streak, Jim. You keep on your streak. He literally said it taught him. A valuable skill. None. How not to kill a gopher. <laughs> I can't wait to hear your number one. Right. It's uh, horrifying. Star Wars, right? Okay. Star no, not no. Star Star Wars. Hey, you know what? Star Wars has a lot a lot to do with teaching and speaking oh, of May the Fourth. May the Fourth is just this week. <laughs> uh, did I start something? <laughs> Sorry. You, could you gotta be careful when you say not, Star Wars not. in a crowd because you don't know what's gonna happen. This is the way, Kim. This is the way. <laughs> and I am possibly the only person on the planet that has never seen a Star Wars movie, so I can't help with the Star Wars. But the Force is not strong. In the CJ. Force is not with me. That's for sure. I'm well, not your All right, let's move on to number two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I hope. I hope in one of the things I sent you, you've got Dead Poets inside. Number two. You won't believe our next episode. 
So great. But I actually thought that this is what school was going to be like, right? I grew up watching Saved by the Bell and I thought I'd go to this tiny little school with the one classroom and you'd have the same teacher for four years and the principal knew all of the kids and I'd be Kelly Kapowski and I would date, you know, Zach and and it would just all be great. Everybody would have school spirit. We'd all play all of the sports, but, um, you know, high school wasn't actually like that. But that show, I mean, I think I've seen every episode, I don't know how many times, and I actually started telling time based on Saved by the Bell. Like, you know, my parents would say, okay, it's going to be a three hour road trip. And I would go, okay, well that's six Saved by the Bell episodes. So that's kind of a long time (laughs) to get there. (laughs) Like truly. <laughs> All right, everybody, keep listening to um, Twisted Teachers podcast. Give us a share, give us five stars, and also share out um, all things unexplained. They're good people. They've got some really interesting podcasts, and um, we had a lot of fun with them. So, in the meantime, stay twisted, enjoy whatever uh, part of the summer you have left if you're a teacher. And if you're not a teacher, keep enjoying the summer. Stay twisted, y'all.